Hello, everyone. Welcome to our latest in our series of Northern Rose Fulbright Financial Services podcast covering the FCA's new consumer duty. My name is Simon Lovegrove, Global Director of Financial Services Knowledge, and today I'm joined by Matthew Gregory, a partner in our London Financial Services Group. By way of background, on the 25th of January this year, the FCA published the results of its review of consumer duty implementation plans of larger fixed firms. The FCA conducted this review to better understand firms' approach to embedding the consumer duty within their business. The publication of the review's findings is intended to help firms understand the FCA's expectations and implement the consumer duty more effectively. Matthew, the findings have attracted a lot of attention. Just to start off with taking a step back, overall, what is your sense of how the FCA is seeing things at the moment? Yeah, thank you, Simon. You're right. There's an awful lot of attention on uh, on this review and its findings. And, and I think that's long anticipated, as you say. It was well known that the FCA would be looking at implementation plans uh, over the course of Q4 last year. Um, and look, some of that attention has been uh, highlighting the sort of the poor practice, uh, I suppose, that the FCA has identified or areas for improvement, as they put it. Um, I think look, that there's quite a lot in there that is also you know a description of of good practice amongst firms and and i think you know all firms should be looking at that holistically the, the intention is that this is a as you said a multi-firm review and so really the intention is because the new consumer duty applies across so many sectors all retail sectors firms across sectors can learn from those in other sectors about the way that they're approaching uh, different aspects of the new consumer duty and so Although the FCA over the course of the next few months is going to be communicating particular uh, areas for improvement and development and also identifying good practice in particular retail sectors, purpose here is to, is to look across all retail sectors. And so I think, you know, my take on this is that there is actually quite a lot of good practice which the FCA has identified. And I think firms can learn from that. And also what the FCA is saying is that there's quite a lot um, to read between the lines, as it were, and some of that good practice. But also, of course, as you say, making uh, making sure that you take on board what is said around areas for improvement, considering, you know, really interrogating whether any of those uh, are things that might affect your own firm's implementation plan and, and what can be done about that and, and what the um, the resource requirements and so on might be in order to, to get to the right place uh, for the summer, uh, summer this year. Thanks, Matthew. Now, now let's just zoom in on the good and poor practice that the FCA found during its review. Now, the good and poor practice covered six areas being governance and oversight, culture and people, deliverability, third parties, the four outcomes and data strategies. Matthew, in terms of these areas, what findings stood out for you in particular? Yeah, look, I, I think, you know, the FCA have been very clear that in, in their view, there are sort of these three overarching themes which sit across uh, those different areas of the review. So in terms of what firms should be doing, you know, it's it, effective prioritization. And I think this comes to some of the governance items uh, in those six areas. So the FCA also saw some plans where really wasn't clear on what basis the firm was prioritizing some of the implementation work. And clearly uh, the objective here is to mitigate the risk of customer harm. And to the extent that um, firms need to go through that prioritization uh, exercise still for the course over the course of this year um, is thinking about what areas might um, most significantly ad, uh, produce adverse customer outcomes uh, and assessing where you're likely to be most you know most significantly or furthest away from uh, the requirements of the duty. 
Then it's about embedding the substantive requirements, I think, as we go into the this next phase. So recognising that actually the time that the FCA did this review is now several months ago and that they're communicating their findings now towards the end of January. Clearly, there isn't much time left in order to have completed, obviously, all of that gap analysis over the course of the last quarter, have worked out what all of the dependencies are on third parties, for example, which is one of the areas, those six areas that the FCA identify, and now to be uh, putting in place the uplift in terms of policies and procedures, but I think most significantly in terms of systems and builds in order to ensure that the firm is ready uh, and able to comply with the new consumer duty at the end of July. And then the third area was around working with other firms so as to ensure that the duty can be implemented on time. And of course, we've got the April deadline coming up uh, for manufacturers to share relevant information with distributors. Uh, and I know that there's an awful lot of work being done across uh, industry associations, particularly in the investment business sector, in order to ensure that to the extent possible, uh, there's consensus around you know, formats and so on, around the, the, the particular information that can be shared across the distribution chain there. So, so that's the sort of, those are the three areas that the FCA has pulled out. And I think you see those uh, in kind of micro through some of the good and um, poor practice. And there's quite a bit there to me, to answer your question, uh, Simon, quite a bit there on governance and oversight, isn't there? Um, I know it's, it's obviously the first area that appears in the uh, in the review, but there's a lot that's said there around areas for improvement. And the FCA have identified that in a number of cases, um, senior leaders within the organisation don't seem to have directed sufficient attention to the new consumer duty and to implementation plans. Um, it, you know, it's one of the things that I know we've said uh, time and again on these podcasts, but the new consumer duty is in so many ways a cultural and governance challenge for firms, and that is being emphasised by the FCA through a number of these areas for improvement. There's an interesting comment made about the um, about the, the consumer duty board champion uh, in the sense that some firms appear to have um, had a number of board champions. There might be various reasons for that, and the FCA being very clear that they expect this to be uh, an individual champion and that di- moving this across a number of individuals could dilute uh, the role. Um, an interesting point made uh, around culture and people in terms of um, good practice. So a lot that can be learned from, from this, I suppose, but FCA acknowledging that the new consumer duty really can be implemented in, in a number of different ways, depending on the particular business model of the firm and its customers and their profile. So there are different approaches identified in terms of engaging staff, uh, including campaigns and awareness raising through town hall meetings. Um, one firm explaining that it had delivered interactive training on the duty to the board. Clearly, there's a very significant role for training, um, not just new consumer duty training, but also thinking about all of the different training that the firm has at the moment for uh, different parts of the organisation, for different cohorts of staff, thinking about that and whether or not actually some of that needs to be amended and changed in order to account for the significant uplift that the new consumer duty will have in terms of the regulatory environment that the firm operates in. I just want to move on now. It's clear from the FCA's findings that for firms that for some firms, things may not be quite on the right track with only six months left before the July 2023 deadline. And the FCA has said that it will continue to engage with firms in the run-up to the deadline, and also it will be issuing a survey to a sample of firms. The regulator has also said that in the run-up to the implementation period, it wants firms to focus in particular on three things, and these being prioritising on areas that will make the biggest impact on outcomes for consumers, making the changes that are needed, 
and working closely with commercial partners to make sure they are delivering good customer outcomes. Can you say a few more words about what this actually means and anything else you feel that firms should be doing now? Yeah, thank you, Simon. I, I, look, I think the in some ways, the most important of those really for firms to grapple with right now is the middle one around embedding substantive requirements. I mean, clearly, you know, to the extent firms are still going through that work to understand what the new requirements really might mean for their organisation, there's very limited window uh, to develop the systems in order to deliver on those requirements. Um, I think on working with other firms, you mentioned that just then, I, I think, you know, it's important that, that firms don't think about that in a narrow sense, but really think outside the distribution chain to, you know, be the outsourced service providers or in-source providers. Um, and thinking about that really quite, uh, you know, quite holistically, you don't want to miss anybody out because um, this isn't just about those third parties who are, you know, let's say a material outsourced um, service provider, but really thinking dynamically about this and also making sure that to the extent you need support in order to develop systems and so on, be that system build or interrogation of existing systems or uh, add-ons and so on, that all of that is accommodated at the earliest possible time in order to you know, go through some of the process around engagement. That can take a lot of time. So be that negotiation of terms and so on. Um, I think those are the sorts of things that firms should really be thinking about right now. Um, on prioritization, just a final word on that. I mean, I wouldn't make the mistake of thinking that that is, is the FCA suggesting that you know, it's okay to comply with the new consumer duty only to the extent that you deal with the sort of the red items or the amber items, or whatever that might be, depending on how those plans have developed over time. It's the, it's the FCA saying, look, you really need to be making sure that at the earliest point in time, you've mitigated the risk of customer harm. Don't wait for July in order to do that. It's not saying by July, it's okay if you've only dealt with the most significant issues. So I think firms should really think quite carefully about um, how they're interpreting some of that to ensure that, you know, this isn't a kind of misunderstanding around what the FCA is saying on some of these key messages. So, look, as you've said it already, Simon, there's a lot of work to do. Um, and a lot of that, uh, I think, is, is around planning, as it always is. Um, but firms should really now be moving to, to kind of the build phase, to putting through those changes to policies and procedures, to the testing uh, that needs to be done in order to make sure that, for example, on customer communications, you know, when the redraft takes place, which it should be being done over the course of the next few weeks and months, actually, you know, that's tested with target uh, customers to make sure that the redraft is appropriate and is, is actually meeting the, the intention there around consumer understanding. So, yeah, lots of things to do. And I think overall, this is a really helpful, uh, a helpful statement from the FCA. Thanks, Matthew. Really helpful. So that concludes this podcast. Many thanks for listening, but don't forget that further information and resources on the consumer duty can be found on our dedicated consumer duty microsite located on the Norton Rose Fulbright website. Again, many thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.